Um, yeah, well, one of the Olympia schools literally touched us. <laughs> in all very, over the place? Yeah, inappropriately. In your, in your special places? <laughs> with no lube. Show me on the doll where they where they touched you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine or whatever. I guess I just need to add that part to the thing, honestly, and count down our top five favorites of all the things. I'm your host, Amanda, and uh, the person chiming in back there is our lovely friend Casey, co-host of mine, or I'm his co-host sometimes on an evening at the movies, who you all know and should love by now. So, what up? Everybody bro? loves me. I don't love you today, honestly. Um, you're going to have to butter me up. <laughs> I will end this call right fucking now. First of all, you blew me off last night. And then you're giving me the the horns and the trash in my team because they lost to Baylor. Like, I already feel bad about it. I don't need any more help from you. Okay. But be like my friend, dick face. Like we were saying before you hit record, though. Um, it's probably going to come back and bite me in the ass big time here in a couple of hours because my illustrious Washington State Cougars are in Eugene tonight to take on the one of the top-ranked teams in the country, the Oregon Ducks. And Fuck the Ducks. Exactly. <laughs> and the freaking Ducks. Hashtag fuck the Ducks. <laughs> They're being... A Washington State alumni, I have to officially say that there are two teams that I cannot stand. The number two team on that list would be the Oregon Ducks, and the other team would have to be the Washington University of Washington Huskies. Oh. So. Well, you know that the Sooners have your back on the Oregon thing ever since they humiliated us however many years ago that was. I don't even like to talk about it. Um, but, yeah. So my Sooners lost to Baylor today. I'm not very happy. The performance was, I mean, Baylor's defense was like championship worthy defense today, to be fair. They were on their fucking game, but also our offense, Caleb Williams could not do anything. They had to bring Spencer Rattler back in back in. And I'm like, what are we doing guys? I just, Yeah. Well, I mean, at least in your guys' defense, it's not like Baylor was like an unranked nobody team either. No. But yeah, they still, lost last it, week, and well, no, and it's still yeah. They, you guys should have been able to handle. We were hoping little... to stay unbeaten, and what really pisses me off. So the Sooners have not lost to Baylor since 2014. That was also the last time we ever lost a game in the month of November. And I'm just like, damn it. November is not the month to be losing games either because you don't have a whole hell of a lot of time to no. back around. 
November is crunch time for sure. I mean, well, I still I still think we'll make the Big 12 championship. Um, I'm interested to see how Oklahoma State does tonight, which I have on in the background. But, yeah. But our wouldn't playoff that, berth is not looking good. Wouldn't Oklahoma State be, like, Gene's team of preference? Yes, that is Gene's team of preference. Well, then she's we al- to- she's always like pew 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 pew. Creepy ass yeah, well. Pistol Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Pistol Pete is fucking scary. Come on, have you seen that dude's face? <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's freaking getting a freaking barbed wire enema. He's <laughs> way over spray tanned. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. The thing that always bugs me um, going to like an Oklahoma State game or even watching them on TV is when they do their like their thing, their chop thing or whatever they're doing. It's like Florida State. They can't all do it in unison, which I understand, but it would look so much cooler if everybody could like be on, you know. Okay. My, in my curiosity, why in the hell is a college who has a cowboy as a mascot using a tomahawk chop? That would. I don't know, but the tomahawk chop annoys me more because I cannot stand the damn song because it gets stuck in my head. The whoa, whoa, it gets stuck in my head and it won't stop, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, we we went through that. I think my freshman year in high school, because um, that year in the World Series the Atlanta Braves were making their first appearance in the world series in decades and decades and decades. And they were playing the Minnesota twins and our freshman football coach was a huge Minnesota twin fan. Mm. And they were going back and forth and back and forth. And one night after a game, we were, I don't even remember where the hell, I mean, we were like an hour and a half out of town and we were listening to the game on the radio and Braves were coming back and beating Minnesota we all started doing freaking tomahawk chop on <laughs> and singing the song. And freaking coach literally stood like, if I see one more of those goddamn motherfucking damn tomahawk chop, you guys will be running <laughs> for a freaking two and a half hours tomorrow at practice. Exactly. Suicides it, all day. Thanks to the yeah. tomahawk chop. <laughs> well, and it didn't help that we lost that game that night, like 39 to nothing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, so he was probably yeah. already cranky. Well, because see, the thing is, like, in eighth grade, we kicked the crap out of everybody because we had a running back on our team who actually was, like, a 10th grader. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he literally was, like, a brick shit house and could run over everybody. So we blew everybody out of the water, like, 40 to nothing, 40 to 8, blah, blah, blah. We got to, you know, freshman football, and they – the conference decided to make it easy, make it more level that he had to play JV football instead of freshman football. So we lost him, but we still had the attitude that nobody can touch us. Uh, yeah, well, one of the Olympia schools literally touched us. <laughs> in all very, over the place? Yeah, inappropriately. In your, in your special places? <laughs> with no lube. Show me on the doll where they, where they touched you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, so yeah, that was a bummer of the day. Um, 
so uh, the Sooners lost. So a huge bonus though is to counteract all of that, we get to record an episode of the SIP list tonight. That is exactly right. So in uh talking about that, where there it is. I was like, I didn't have the game on. Okay, well, Oklahoma State's up seven to zero. But it's interesting since TCU beat Baylor last week. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right, Gene. I guess, I mean, TCU's in the, they're both in the Big 12. So I'm always a Big 12 person, but I guess I'll root for Oklahoma State. I mean, I would, I would much rather them be, um, win and so us beat them in Bedlam in a couple of weeks. So there you go. Um, anyway. So did that mean like you and Gene are not going to be very civil that week? Nah, we'll be fine. We we talk a little shit, but we're still friends. It's cool. Till I start poking the sleeping bears. Yeah. Well, what's interesting too is if if Oklahoma State wins, well, even if they don't win, I think they may jump us in the rankings because they're ranked tenth. And we were eight. We're not going to be. I I don't even think we'll be in the top ten after this loss, but we'll see. So yeah, but either way, Gene, Gene's a good sport, and we only talk a little shit. I know your husband's out there shopping around for freaking. <laughs> he called me last night, and I thought he was drunk. I was like, "Are you drunk?" When he goes, so we're talking about upgrading to a suite. He goes, let's get rid of our Thunder tickets. And then, um, because <laughs> we don't ever go, honestly, we never go. We haven't wanted to give them up because we've been ticket holders since they started. And we mm-hmm. have really good seats, but we never go. So thank you for saying since they started, not since they left Seattle. Well, yeah, since, since Oklahoma City Thunder was an official team, we have had since 2008 we've had season tickets so but yeah i was like and then i was like tyson tyson's okay with this y'all are wanting to upgrade to a suite i mean that that shit's expensive it's air conditioned there's booze it's real nice here's the thing that's going to piss you guys off too watch the year that you guys give up your freaking season tickets that they win the championship that'll be the year they win the whole fucking thing (laughs) <laughs> you know what? If that happens, I'll be fine because I have been making, making, waiting to make my quilt until they win a championship because I want my championship t-shirt to be the center square of the quilt. I have so many Thunder shirts. I've been waiting to make a quilt until they win a championship. And well, you have to have the championship shirt. Yeah, you got to have the shirt and that's going to be the center square. But so far they are disappointing me. The best I have is the NBA finals against Miami. <laughs> Yeah, how'd that go out for them? It uh, did not work out well. Wasn't that, that was the, the LeBron, yeah. E-Wade, Chris Bosh year? Yeah, we were there. Have I not told you the story? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Well, I may have to cut this out. We'll see. I'll try not to make it too long. But yeah, when so we went to, I believe it was game five is the game that they won. It was either five or six, but I want to say it was five it was in miami we were like you know what we're gonna go it's the nba finals we're gonna go check this out um we stayed on south beach the people in miami at the arena were awful 
They were so mean to us. And I would say there was only a small handful of Thunder fans there, obviously. Um, and, you know, everybody's on LeBron's dick. So it's like, whatever. I had eight Not kid, an eight-year-old kid scream at me, go back to Oklahoma. I'm guessing he was eight. He was between eight and ten. And his parents were just, like, cool with it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, oh, so no. in Oklahoma City, we, in the arena, we stand until they score their first basket. So George and I were doing that. And the people behind us, like, were yelling at us. And then they called the usher over and were like, Dude, we'll be sitting down in like two seconds. But then even so, so I've noticed this in Dallas. So when we went to see the Mavericks too, um, Oklahoma City, you know, obviously we're a college, Oklahoma is a college state. So you get the college atmosphere at the Thunder Games, which means everybody's standing most of the time. People are Mm -hmm. standing, they're cheering, they're doing whatever. The other places don't do that, especially like Miami. You're just there to be seen mostly. So people kept yelling at us to sit down and we're like, this is our team in the NBA finals. Why aren't you standing up and cheering? So we got a lot of hate. They had D-Wade, Chris Bosh, and freaking yeah. LeBron James. Chris, Bro- Chris Bosh, a.k.a. Velociraptor. That's what I call him. Does he not look like a Velociraptor? <laughs> but also, he got sick, so I'm not going to make fun of him too much. I used to say Kleenex should sponsor him. He was one of the biggest criers in the NBA. Right. Give that man a tissue every time he has to bitch about something. But anyway, so at this game, um, of course, we lost and Miami won the trophy. So we were upset, but we're like, okay, this is the NBA trophy. We might as well stick around and watch the whole thing. Huge mistake. Realistically, why? I mean, what are the chances you're ever going to get to witness that moment ever again, even if it's not your team that's hoisting the the trophy? Exactly. Well, so we left at the same time all the Miami people left. And, oh, my God, these people were going crazy out in the streets, you know, popping bottles, climbing light poles, you know, all the things that stupid white people do when their team wins a championship, like setting shit on fire. And then they want to get mad at protests when they get a little out of hand. But that's a whole other subject, whatever. So we were trying to find a cab. And so George sent me to go talk to a cop. He's like, maybe... Because people were yelling at us, like, from their cars and just, like, what, you know, not being, like, threatening, but just, like, bashing us, yelling at us, whatever. And I went to ask a police officer, can you help me find a taxi? And he was like, no, you can you can figure it out. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. We were a teensy bit scared for our lives. <laughs> it was not a good experience. Well, you, you were probably, like, one of only about 100 freaking people from. Yeah, I, I would say 100 or less. We ran into a couple, and so that was nice. But, yeah, we, it was very few and far between for sure. But so, <coughs> excuse me. The thing is, being from Oklahoma, so, and being an Oklahoma Sooners fan or even Oklahoma State fan or whatever, people from Oklahoma are nice, generally. If you go to o- the Oklahoma City Thunder to see a game, if you go to OU, if you go to OSU, Tulsa, whatever, people are going to be welcoming of you, even if you're from the opposing team. Like, we're not going to, we might jokingly talk shit to you and, like, make friends with you, but we're not going to be hateful. Like, everybody's just, for the most part, really nice, really welcoming. And it's like, hey, uh, you know, you're a a Texas fan, but you're cool. Come party with us. You know, like, 
if you meet somebody who's cool, like we're not, but we're not being mean to each other. And so it was really difficult in that environment because that's not what we were used to. And so it felt very threatening when maybe it wasn't, it was not pleasant. (laughs) And I'm just not used to that. Like, I don't get it. I mean, it's supposed to be all in good fun. It's just a game. Well, yeah. And I get come for me, people. It's just a fucking game. Well, again, personally for me, it's like, I have no, if you guys want to pay for tickets in our stadium to come and watch your team get your ass kicked, <laughs> go right ahead. People I'm, take this shit too seriously. Like, I'm just like, come on. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So let's we move on. For- we are here for a reason. And this was an impromptu episode that we just decided to do because one of my other episodes had to be moved. Um, and we are going to do our top five favorite Joey Tribbiani uh, quotes or phrases or Joey-isms, if you will. But before we do that, Casey, what are you drinking? I have a nice big glass, well, plastic glass, but glass of my Mama Mango wine. Very nice. uh I am drinking Uh again. Thank God. Whatever. (laughs) I am proud of you. And also sorry that you had to sit in traffic at a train for hours to get that last night. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I am drinking um, Blackstone Merlot. Pretty good. Another reasonably priced 10 to $12 bottle of wine because, you know, I like the cheap shit unless I'm out of dinner. So, Or in Mexico. Yeah. In Mexico, you get whatever the house brand is. Which, So our, our first night there... Um, this so the so basically it's this big company called c bonds and they own a bunch of golf courses at country clubs and they put on this golf tournament every year george's company was a sponsor for the tournament so that's why we got to go so the first night was a dinner with all the sponsors and some of the people from c bonds and the like the ceo of the company brought a bunch of wine from like a vineyard and i cannot remember the brand george would know but it was amazing i gotta figure out where to buy it it was some legit wine. And we had dinner out on the jetty on the ocean, and it was just fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I so. saw a lot of pictures that you posted from your, what, four or five days in Mexico? Six days. <laughs> it was and, Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the picture, you should see the damn picture of the damn tuna that Queenie rolled in. That tuna wasn't that big. The mahi-mahi that um, Jason caught, that was... Woo, it took him like 10 minutes to reel that in. That fish fought every second of the way, but it was like probably a three to four foot mahi. It was really, it was legit. Yeah, I think I only saw like a minute and 29 of that video. Yeah, Uh, it was boring until the end. (laughs) It's like, he worked really hard. He got blisters all over his hands and stuff. My tuna was like, oh, okay, here it comes. Here it comes. (laughs) Well, realistically, would you want to have had to work that hard for that tuna? Oh, no, I would have, I would have got and honestly, somebody else let me sub in because it was like the worst fishing day. So the day before they were telling us, and then one of the other sponsors that was there, we made we made friends with him and his wife. And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, so-and-so caught a shark and we caught this and we caught that and all this stuff. And then the next day we went and it was just like nothing. And I was like, that's because all the fish told their homies to get the fuck out of there. Right. But we that, looked around at the other boats and we could tell that nobody was really catching anything. So, yeah. Everybody emptied out the ocean the day before. <clears throat> exactly. Maybe I mean, I wasn't too sad about it. I don't really care for the fishing and the watching the fish die. But also I was like, okay, I'm in the, 
I'm on a fishing boat, a fishing yacht in the ocean. And I'm catching a fish. I guess I'll deal with it. It's a bucket list item you just crossed off your list. Yeah. Jumping off a yacht into the ocean was another bucket list item. I did. I saw the video. About 15 foot and landed on my ass, but it was still amazing. <laughs> it yeah, I, been- I went in straight and then started going back diagonally. And luckily, I just like landed on my ass cheeks, but <laughs> it was cool. Like I said, it could have been worse. Yes. All right. So quick announcements, uh, something to celebrate, and we're going to clink, chink, clink too. Um, and then we'll move on to the sip libs. I wanted to announce this last night when it actually happened, but somebody couldn't get around the train tracks. That's okay. For anybody living under a rock who has not already seen this, Brittany's free. Woo! Cheers. Clink. Clink. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, that woman is free. Like, celebrations all over the world of people who care, which I do because that shit scared the hell out of me. I mean, I felt bad for her as a human, but also the precedent of that was just ridiculous. And so, Brittany is now free to do whatever Brittany wants. And I hope she gets married and disappears and lives her very best life. Happily ever after. Or if she decides she wants to make music without a gun to her head, go for it, girl. But yeah, I think that Vegas show that even I felt bad because I saw the circus tour with one of my friends and Mm -hmm. it was and it was an amazing show. Now, granted, she lip synced most of it, but still it was a beautiful show. It was a great performance. And I had no idea that she was under so much pressure and control to perform like I knew she had the the conservatorship, but. When you really, if you watch the documentaries and stuff, it's like she was being forced to do all this stuff. And it just, you know, sucks for her. Shame on her daddy. Congrats, Brittany. Love you. Congratulations. Go live your best life. And if you never talk to your dad again, I will fully support that. Welcome to the free world. Yes. All right. Sip libs. I am ready. Let's do this. So surprise announcement because you haven't said it on the air yet but i would like to tip my hat and say congratulations on your 2000 listens that you finally (laughs) thank you thank you i appreciate that after when the date was but hey yeah at least like one week after oh i also have to do my network plug for those that don't know the sip list is now a very proud member of the nerd house entertainment network which is a little network of podcasts that you know I really know we all do some cool shit, but um, there's some really good shows on the network to go check out moral combat. They do uh, brackets of different pop culture, whatever topics right now they're doing pop pop or not pop, just music icons. Um, They are down to the, I believe quarterfinals, maybe. I know they've still got, they had Michael Jackson versus Beyonce, which is a tough matchup, but I voted MJ. Um, Obviously. They had, I think this was, I think it was Elton John versus Weird Al, which I don't even know how Weird Al made it this far, but obviously it's Elton John. Dave Grohl versus, who was Dave Grohl up against? Well, I don't know. Go check out Moral Combat. They're cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they've got some good matchups. Um, I've been oh they have Stevie Nicks up against Freddie Mercury, which was also a very tough choice for me. 
I ultimately went with Stevie Nicks um, just because I think, don't look at me like that. I know it's clean, but I don't know if I could make that choice. I really That's a tough one, honestly. I mean, I think that one's almost tougher than Michael versus Britney. Michael Michael versus Britney. Michael Michael versus versus Beyonce, yeah. Yeah, Stevie, I mean, you have Stevie Nicks solo, Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. You have the Stevie Nicks duets. Yeah. And on top of Freddie Mercury is Freddie fucking Mercury. Right. I mean, yeah, granted, he doesn't have the longevity that Stevie Nicks did, but he also. Right. And that was kind of part of the argument. Um, and I think the Michael versus Beyonce part is, I mean, first of all, I mean, Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. I think he's the king of pop. I think arguably one of the most iconic if not the most iconic of all time but also some people have a hard time separating the artist from the art and so that's where some people kind of had a problem with voting for michael jackson because of his controversy personal transgressions um but i mean the and also beyonce i mean she's a powerhouse voice she dropped an album overnight with no you know, notice she's an entrepreneur. She's an actress. She's, you know, they're definitely, I mean, I, I will vote Michael all day, but I think there's a good argument to be made there for Beyonce. Um, the day well, roll bad against Beyonce, but yeah, it's my own. I grew up. Very, right. Well, I mean, realistically, the very first album I ever owned was thriller. Right. Which happens to have, Iconic music on it by the name of Thriller, beat it, and then the soon to be commissioned theme song for the Pod Migos, Queenie, Queenie G. Jean and KCB. <laughs> I mean, realistically, how many times? I mean, I could probably count on two hands how many times there have been such iconic albums that literally song one all the way to song whatever. Are just a hundred percent quality <laughs> from top. I mean, we could probably do a top five list on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's a good matchup they have going on. The other, the Dave Grohl one, I couldn't remember. But it was Dave Grohl versus Prince. Um, so uh-huh. other than other than Weird Al, their top eight has been pretty good. Um, I, what I think will happen is MJ versus Freddie Mercury in the finals, but we'll see. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. Oh, damn. So, Moral Combat just got a lot of love there. So, go check them out. Two um, Cage Texas Death Match in that one. Wow. Right. Um, so, also, if flops with David and Derek, and they discuss laws that make no fucking sense, hilarious show, which I have also been on. Um, there's also Tangents with Spencer Sellens, where I, he's a stand-up comedian, and he has stand-up comedian friends, and they just talk about funny shit. So it's pretty cool. And then there's also Mid-Tier Entertainment, which I believe they do live streams on YouTube, um, and it's mostly gainer, gamer stuff. So definitely check all those guys out. It's a lot of fun, and I'm happy to be part of their network. And if you haven't checked out the SIP list, please obviously check out the SIP list as well. <laughs> If they're hearing this, they're checking it out now. But thank you so much. Also, check out an evening at the movies. 
he he's independent. He's got no um that's right. Got no networks, but <laughs> we stand on our own and we fight vast majority. Power to the people. No, yeah, we're yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I don't need to suck an evening at the movie's ass, but you know, I will if I need to. I mean, it's a fun show. You and I, I mean, have I think so. Have fun, you know, and on top of sorry it, for the traffic noise, peeps. You know, well, I'll get to the other announcement when we get to the end of the show and I get my 20 Oh, there's an announcement? Okay. There is kind of sort of an announcement that you know of and oh, okay. I, when I get my 27 minutes to at the end to say what's coming up on an evening at the movies because we have a lot of stuff coming up on an evening at the movies because on an evening at the movies, never mind, Clink. we're not going down that rabbit hole again. But yeah, there, there will be an announcement at the end of the show. But anyway, Simp Libs, Sip lips, let's do it. Are we ready? I am ready to Joey Tribbiani this shit up with our own brand of funny mixed in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Are we going to just get this one out of the way immediately? Because I'm going to let you go first. And the first one is an adjective. Obviously, certifiably fuckable. I'm not even going to freaking spell that shit out anymore. It just automatically. That's cool. CF, an occupation. Hooker. Nice. Part of the body. Foreskin. <laughs> I don't know why I love that one so much. If it had been Jean, it would have been tits. Yep. Or so tits. For me, uh, should go with Brooke Shields. Or not. <laughs> it just dawned on me when I said that. Okay, sorry. I have to interrupt for just a moment to announce that Kansas is beating Texas 35 to 14 at halftime. Holy shit balls. I am here for it. Texas sucks. Horns down. All right, continue. Thank you. Name <laughs> of a movie. Goodwill Humping. Will Humping, which I believe got all its notoriety on a certain TV show by the name of Friends. An animal. Mm-hmm. Penguin. Yay! Your favorite catchphrase. I know you already... The uterus, no opinion. No uterus. Actually, change it to make it easier for you. I know. I know. But you have to read it like that. Okay. And now... Sandwich, a relative. Nana. She has a real name. (laughs) (laughs) Place. Okay, we'll go pizza parlor. I like it. A period of time. Your. Your. Y O R E. Yeah. Name of. (laughs) And yesteryear. Name of a song. Well, fuck it. Smelly Cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> title of this epic Mad Libs is Joey Tribbiani. Sip Libs. Did I say Mad Libs? You did. Oh, well, I'll put myself in the corner after this episode's over. Okay. <clears throat> 
Joey Tribbiani is a certifiably fuckable, but not so bright, struggling hooker <laughs> and foreskin lover. Oh. Who becomes mildly famous for his role as Brooke Shields on a fictionalized version of Goodwill Humping. Goodwill Humping. <laughs> Joey is a penguin with many girlfriends with his catchphrase pickup line, I know. <laughs> he develops a sandwich on Nana, but nothing happens until Rachel falls for Joey. Okay. They date for about a pizza parlor becoming official in your but they end up but they end the relationship because they can never be more than best smelly cats <laughs> interesting okay yeah that was a, yeah the, that was probably the weirdest freaking no i take it no the last the last one was the weirdest yeah that one's second weirdest all right well that wasn't our best work but it's okay they can't all be bangers no. <laughs> All right. So we are going to do our top five Joey isms. And we when we say Joey isms, we mean quotes of Joey throughout the show. So they don't have to be repeaters. Obviously, one of them that we know is a repeater, but they don't have to be. Um, what? You finally got your reply to Queenie says pew, 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 to. <laughs> What'd she say? Reluctantly. Hey, tell her to listen to this episode and then she owes me an apology. Queenie. Jean. Forget you, Jean. Says, listen to this <laughs> episode and you owe her an <laughs> apology. Yeah. Laughy face, laughy face, laughy face emojis. All right. So. Top yeah. five Joey. Joey is. How many do you think we're going to have in common? Maybe one. Really? I mean. Okay. Here, here's the whole point of the whole thing. It's like, and I think we kind of sort of briefly talked about this when we threw out the idea for this emergency episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey has so many. He really does. Joey, I mean. You know who has more, though? Chandler. Could you imagine trying to do a top five Chandler quotes? I, I couldn't do it. I'd need 10. I am not down for that episode. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I mean, we might have to do a maxi pad. <laughs> maxi sewed. <laughs> yeah, because Chandler, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, so I I agree with you, like, about you know, how Joey has so much, but Looking at my list, I feel like. I mean, I'm gonna say I feel feel safely one, but I think there could be more. I think two for sure, and maybe three. Obviously, um, well, we won't go into. We'll get into this one later because it's gonna pop up again. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, (laughs) you go first. What's your number five? Okay, well, let's just get this one out of the way. And for me, this one, I kind of sort of have to go along with the whole this storyline for the episode because it really, the ism goes along with the scene and the scene actually transpires over 
the better part of this episode, but. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to break down the whole episode, but. No, exactly. <laughs> Which is why I'm just going to go with the whole. Um, and we can briefly discuss the moment when I say the line, but. Well, the fridge broke, so I had to eat everything because. Oh, was it freaking Chandler? Was it Ross that walked in and literally saw Joey in the middle of damn near a it, food coma? I think it was Chandler. I think it was too. But they're like, you don't look so good, Joe. And he's like, yeah. well, broken. I had to eat everything. <laughs> because, I mean, you don't want to waste food. Right. But yet, and then it comes up, well, what about that packet of mystery whatever in the foil? And like, ate it. Yep, that's gone too. <laughs> yep. It's like that this line also feeds into my number four. So we'll just go with that from there. But yeah, okay. I, mean, I laugh so hard every time uh-huh. I'm. <laughs> well, and then you get the whole Joey eating everything in the fridge. But then you get the whole after that, you get him trying to literally get Chandler to pay for half. Yes. He pushes Ross into the refrigerator and accuses him of breaking the refrigerator <laughs> i think that'll be three hundred dollars thank you <laughs> it, he's literally trying to get everybody in that little group to pay for half of the refrigerator yeah. he's living on his own literally no one has any responsibility to help him pay for the refrigerator yeah that was pretty funny so that would okay. be my number five. i did not have that one but it was on my long list but it didn't make my top five that's what she said Exactly. All right. So my number five, and I wrote down this stuff, but um, it is season 10, episode 11, the one where the stripper cries. And it is when we see Joey on the pyramid. And obviously there's a lot of takeaways from this one because he says some funny shit, but my favorite one, because I say it all the time. And so does George (laughs) paper, snow, a ghost. (laughs) Well, no, and <laughs> I'm not taking cheap shots at you, but, but I mean, the way Joey says that line, paper, snow, a ghost. ghost. Yes. I mean, the whole excited. It's brilliant. Has to be go. It, it, totally not even funny. <laughs> a spoon, your hand, your face. <laughs> He's just so funny. Like, why would there be a ghost in your refrigerator? That episode is chock full of some amazing Joey quotes, but yeah. I will say that one I say a lot just randomly, and so will George. It's like, paper, snow, a ghost! <laughs> so, and George isn't even a freaking fan of the show. I mean, not a super fan, but yeah, he he thinks that one's super funny. <laughs> like, uh, so good. Okay. So yeah, and that whole episode is fucking hilarious with the with the college reunion and the pact, and you find out that Chandler kissed Rachel and Monica kissed Ross, right? (laughs) And the bachelorette party, you guys, that episode one of the best episodes ever. So funny. If you haven't seen that episode, then stop this hit pause right now and go. If you've never seen it, and you want to know who the stripper is, go watch it. It's worth it just to see who the stripper is. Yeah, I'm not a celebrity guest, by the way. I'm not going to spoil it. It, Well, yeah, it's, yeah, a celebrity icon. For sure. What's your number four? I will try and deliver it in just the same fashion that Joey does. But Joey doesn't share food. Yes. 
<laughs> so um yes both my number five and my number four it, two very succinct ways of illustrating the fact that joey is an oinker i mean there's he other is ways not well i mean he loves food well yeah just like me well, everybody loves food i mean you have to have food to live but yeah Yes, that episode is amazing. Where she's like, "Why didn't you call her back?" <laughs> well, she took some fries off my plate. What? Joey doesn't share food. And then they kind of sort of come up with the idea of a, like a fry buffer in between the, the buffer two. plate. Yeah. <laughs> Which I okay, mean, if so you're one of those people that doesn't like to share your food. Me. Then yeah, I mean that's as stupid as it may sound. It's kind of a good idea. Uh, yeah, get your own fucking food. And I love when he's like, he's like, you know what? When I take a woman out on a date, she can order whatever she wants. The more, the better. But if you order a garden salad and you start taking fries off my plate, <laughs> like, no. I mean, it makes a whole lot of sense, too. I mean, I'm, I don't want to sound like a rude ass, but if I take somebody out, then, yeah, I mean, I'm not taking you out. Oh, no, you can only have a salad. No. Get whatever you freaking want. Yeah. I love at the end when he eats her dessert and he's like, I'm not even sorry. (laughs) And he's got the whole freaking chocolate all all over his face. Like a little freaking kid in a freaking candy store. Yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I will say this one was very hard to leave out of my top five. I struggled and struggled. So that one is my honorable mention. I had a really hard time with this one. Um, so, yeah, sorry to disappoint you. It's my honorable mention. But, like, my number one. Like, if we had six, that would have been my number six. Um, there's another one that I kept trying to swap it out with. and This was just too hard. I've got, like, 12 on my, my long list. Okay, so my number four is one of the ones I think you're going to have. I could be wrong, but I have a feeling. It is season two, episode one, the one with Ross's new girlfriend. That's how they do pants. <laughs> they go up one side, they move it over. They go up the other side, they move it back, and then they do the rear. <laughs> that was my number two. I love Chandler and Ross's faces. Oh, my God. That's how they do- yeah. That's how they do pants. Prison. <laughs> In prison. I mean, obviously that whole scene works with all three of them, but I just, I love Joey's just like casual, like, you know, Chandler's like, there was definite cupping. And he's just like, that's how they do pants. <laughs> so and Joey's then later so he's like, the things in the real world. When they do that uh, cough test at the doctor, that's okay. If your mechanic does it, then there's a problem. <laughs> right? All right, nice. I figured you would probably have that one just because that is so... It's not like it's a super clever, like, whatever Joey isn't, but it's just so innocent and there's funny. literally nothing clever about anything that ever comes out of Joey. I mean, you could probably count on one hand how many times Joey said something clever yeah. over the course of, what, 200 and some odd episodes right but yeah for sure oh. clever and comedic genius apples and oranges 
So there is one, um, when we get to one of mine, um, it's a, a Joey thing from this episode, but there's also something else that is said about Joey in this episode that actually really hurts my feelings. It's like one of the only times that somebody insults Joey that I was really like, oh, that was uncalled for. So when we get to that, I'll, I'll talk about that too. Okay. Um, all right. What's your number three? Sticking with the food theme so far. My number three is I like it. What's not to like? Custard? Good. <laughs> Ham, good. Meat? Good. Meat good. <laughs> this tastes like, like feet. <laughs> every time he gets to custard, he's like, good. Meat or jam? Good. It, it, the, the goods are building and building. Yes. Meat, good. good. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that too. Ross, this tastes like feet. <laughs> Joey, I like it. <laughs> What's not to like? Custard? Good. Jam? Good. Meat? Good. good. It's like he's a freaking good cow. It's like, good. good. <laughs> we should make that another uh, simplistism. Good. <laughs> I kind of sound like a monster. <laughs> I think we should. Trademark 2021. Yes. That one was on my long list. It did not make my top five, but it's definitely so funny for sure yeah yeah i mean well and the whole premise of that whole storyline with rachel trying to make the thanksgiving dinner and not screw it up but obviously the pages stick together chandler <laughs> chandler i wasn't supposed to put beef in the trifle no you weren't it did not, it taste, not good. taste good <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah I mean, everybody's pretending to like it and joey actually likes it <laughs> it makes sense joey loves food yeah i mean i love food but i don't think i could have eaten that you know no no okay knew it. so my number three is the other one i think you're so i really think we're gonna have three but i could be wrong because i know you're gonna have my number one i know it this is the other one that i'm like 95 percent sure you're gonna have um and it is from season four, episode one, the one with the jellyfish. No? <laughs> My honorable mention. If I had to, I'd pee on any one of you. <laughs> that was my number six. <laughs> That's right. I stepped up. She's my friend and she needed me. If I had to, I'd pee I'd on pee any on one of you. you. Because it's so ridiculous, but it's just so, again, back to how sweet and caring Joey really is. Like, it's yeah. funny, but it's also like, oh. <laughs> well, and you even I, see it, they show it on their faces. Like, you see Rachel and, and Ross, and they're kind of like, oh, okay. Well, okay, good. I think it should be brought up some point in this episode. There are three things in this world that Joey loves. In no particular order. Food. Women. Women and his friends. friends. Yeah. And obviously we've discussed the food so far. We've discussed the friends now. Right. So yeah. Tune in later to see if women come up, but not gonna spoil it. Yeah, I just I love that. It's so funny. Um I was gonna say something else and I forgot. So anyway, yeah. If I had to, I'd pee on any one of you. That's a good one. All right, well, so... You know what my number two is? Yes. 
That was the. That's how they do pants. That's how they do pants. <laughs> so, all right, gonna... all right. So we're not going to have any more in common because I know what your number one is, and I'm very sad that unless you unless you left it off, and you have the same number one as me, which I'm also holding out for. All right. So we my know number what two. My number one is. Well, then we don't. Then you left off my number one, and I'm going to slap you. My number two. Oh my Freaking literally a top 40 list of Joeyisms. Yeah, but my number one is like right after your number one should be like the next one. Okay. okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Your number two. My number two is from season eight, episode nine, the one with the rumor. And it's here come the meat sweats. (laughs) Oh. Because I say that all the time. And again, so does George. We say that all the time. Here come the meat sweats because we eat a lot of meat. That's what she said. I love that freaking line too. But I'm already freaking freaking like three entries on my list into about the food. food. Yeah. About food. It's like, I can't just freak. I mean, you literally could do a top five Joeyisms on food. Yes. Because the other one, because I know this isn't your number one, I'm going to go ahead and say it because. I almost put this in my top five only because it is something I say all the time, but I replace one word. Um, and he's talking to Phoebe and I can't remember exactly what they're doing, but he's like, Phoebes, have you ever been bitten by a hungry Italian? Mm. And I say all the time, have you ever been bitten by a hungry diabetic? Like I say it all the time. Whenever somebody like doesn't give me food or tries to take my food, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> it goes along with Joey doesn't share food. Exactly. But yeah, I had to include Here Come the Meat Sweats because it's just so funny. <laughs> like meat sweats. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's the one. Yeah, Thanksgiving. The one with the rumor. Joey literally. Where he has to eat the whole turkey by himself. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Monica's like, I'm not making a turkey. And he's like, huh? And she's all like, well, nobody, I don't want leftovers. And Phoebe doesn't eat meat. Bob Chandler is. Yeah, anti-Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love what she pulls out and he's like, that's the turkey? I mean, at least give me a challenge. She's like, no, this is Chandler's chicken. <laughs> Here's the turkey. It's like, yeah, and it's like the a size 25, of me when I was born. Yeah, it's like a 25 pound turkey and he literally has been challenged to eat the whole freaking thing in one sitting. And he puts on Phoebe's maternity pants, which I love. Yeah. I believe we talked about this one almost a year ago. That's one of the greatest freaking holiday episodes yeah. ever. For sure, for sure. All right, let's get it with your number one. And I left it off the list because it's so obvious, but obviously it's the very best one. So let's do it. So I will say this, and it is in reference to the fact that this description is the only description that is needed. But a very wise man once said on a podcast that you don't need a playbook when all you need is three words mm-hmm. to get into the holiest of holies. Thank you, Chris Cole. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I mean, it is the best one for sure. It, yeah, I mean, I couldn't. Did we had talked about last night or yesterday afternoon, whenever the heck we talked about it? But it's like, do we really, realistically, we should give that one one of our free passes is obviously it's going to be it's on, a given on the list but at the same time it's like i can't leave it off my list because yeah that was, 
that was my main argument to try and win the freaking Barney Bernardi <laughs> debate. Right. And that's fair. It's the line Joey's known for. Known for. I mean, yeah. How you doing? He says it so many times, and every time it's just like you get so many different references and ways that he uses it. It's always funny. Well, and I mean, let's be honest. It works literally ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Who is right. the one person that it never worked on? Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> She's like, I'm okay. <laughs> what that's because i'm not trying i love that episode you feel different if i turned it on how you doing i'm okay he's all like freaking out like he's losing his freaking mojo yeah okay um i think it yeah it wasn't when Amy came in it was when jill popped in for a visit yes and she walks in the apartment and Joey sees it like, hey, you? And Joey, no, no, <laughs> don't, 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 don't you do it. Yes, that and is hilarious. What's going to happen if he gets that line out of his freaking mouth? Yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> like I said, 99.9% of the time, it works. Yeah. Like he doesn't even fully get the whole thing out. She's like, no. <laughs> and he literally, like, how you? And she's all like, no, like, bad dog. The crazy thing is that honestly, if a guy came up to me like that and was like, How you doing? I would find that creepy. But for whatever reason, it works on friends of Joey and it's cute. So I think that's part of the reason that makes it so hilarious and memorable yeah. is the fact that realistically, nobody in their right, right. mind in the real world is going to get, well, I mean, probably yeah. could, but work on is not somebody you're going to want to go home with at the end of yeah. the day. What I do is I look a girl up and down and I say, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, that's obviously the most epic of epic Joey-isms. Close second is going to be my number one. And honestly, KCB. I'm probably going to be slapping myself. In the I'm, you are. I'm real disappointed that this didn't make your top five. Like, even over your honorable mention. I just, I'm sad. There's my the- number one is season seven, episode eight, the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs. And it is, the question is, does he like you? If he doesn't like you, then this is all just a moo point. (laughs) A moo point? Yeah, it's like a cow's opinion. It just doesn't matter. It's moo. It's moo. How did you leave off the moo point? Other than how you do it, that is the best thing Joey has ever said. And then Rachel goes, have I been living with him too long or did that just make sense? <laughs> oh my God. I had too many freaking food references. I needed to <laughs> everything from two back one. <laughs> how did I freaking forget the moo point? I don't know. I'm, I'm seriously disappointed in you. I'm not going to lie. I'm disappointed in myself. That is some bullshit. <laughs> a moo point. Okay, so now that we're talking about this episode, again, like I said, this one has one of the, you know, everybody is always kind of like insulting Joey's intelligence. And this one gets skipped over. Like you see Joey's face and then that's it. But this one really actually hurt my feelings. And it was one of the things that made me kind of meh against Ross. And it's when they're doing that States game. And he's like, it's really sad that uh, in a room of uh, educated individuals and Joey that you guys can't name all 50 states. I was like, 
excuse me? Like, that was a little below the belt, Ross. I did not care for that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably the only time that something like that ever came up on the show. Because I don't remember anybody else really going that rudely. Not that hard at him. I mean, there's been plenty of references to, oh, they, you know, Joey they, not being that smart, but that was like they bust hard. each other's balls. But there's a difference between busting each other's balls and kicking somebody in the teeth. And that was that was mean. I did not like that. Was one <laughs> one of my least favorite moments in the show because, yeah, it was funny, but it felt just so mean. You know. Well, okay. Because here's the other point: in a room full of geniuses, and, adults and, and Joey. Joey. Okay. Um, why was the line not in a room of educated adults and Joey? Why was it not in a room full of educated adults and Joey and Phoebe? Or Rachel. Because I mean, Rachel's educated, but she, I mean, you know what I mean? Like. She went to college, but obviously she has no common sense. Phoebe has negative. Yeah, Phoebe didn't even sense. like graduate high school. I mean, I think she got her GED or something, but you know, that's just, yeah, yeah that was just mean. I really didn't like it. There's, absolutely no reason to take that shot at freaking joey yeah and i I mean obviously it did get glossed over and it was supposed to be a joke and i mean it was it was funny but yeah i just that's one of the few jokes in the show where i was like no i didn't like that that was too far um but another favorite joey quote is also right after the moo point when rachel's like you know whatever he goes fine take their advice when the package is this pretty, nobody cares what's inside. <laughs> oh, Joey. God, How it. did you forget the moo point? Damn it, Casey. No, I feel I get my ass kicked at Friends Trivia and I forget the moo point. I'm literally like one fuck up away from having to turn in my greatest friends lover. It's okay. Star. So there's another one that almost made my list that I was almost certain you would have. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> Number eight. <laughs> and then um, it hurts my Joey's apple. <laughs> Number nine. Did you have, um, you hung up on the pizza place? I don't hang up on your friends. <laughs> Number seven. It's so freaking hard. I know. I did, we, I did when I suggested this the other day when you asked if we wanted yeah. to do it. I'm like, okay, top five Joeyisms. I didn't think it would be that hard. And then you sit there and you start. Yeah. Going, it's like, oh my fucking god! There's so yeah. damn many of them. There's a lot. And then finally, the other one that I had that I really wanted to include was, <laughs> I'm curvy and I like it. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> uh stupid uh amy that's her name yeah so why don't you be a grown-up and come watch some tv in the fort yes (laughs) come play in the fort (laughs) oh joey i love joey joey is joey yeah paper snow a ghost everything that comes out of his freaking mouth is freaking comedic horrible i mean very few times did Joey ever really said anything that's really, honest to God, upset me. Like Ross. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one I really like, but you have to have both people for it to work, is um, 
that's so cool. I don't have any past life memories. Of course you don't, sweetie. You're brand new. <laughs> yeah. So cute. <laughs> and bamboozle. Yes. But then, yeah, I mean, again, that's one of those lines that you almost have to have the whole. You have to have the reference. Yeah, you have to have all the dialogue from that scene to really get the yeah. funniness of that line. I mean, just saying, you've been bamboozled. Okay. Yeah, Joey, Joey's got some good stuff, for sure. Je m'appelle Claude. <laughs> so Je I wanted... Blue. Je blue. I wanted to include that, except I didn't know how to say all the French that he fucks up, but that whole episode is like, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my Je, all-time... Je blue. <laughs> if I was to do a top five favorite Joey episodes, that would probably be safely in my top three. Yeah. So just because without the whole Joey loves food, Joey loves his friends, mm. Joey loves women, that interaction between him and Phoebe in that episode, it, it just encapsulates Joey. Yeah. Who Joey is to the T. Yeah, I think a, a, do, a top five Joey-centric episodes would be a good one in a different conversation. Because, like, for me, I think the one where Joey tells Rachel he's in love with her is not, like, a super funny one. But it's so, that whole, like, uh, I will be first one to raise my hand and say I hated the concept of Rachel and Joey. When they dated, those episodes were cringy to me. I did not like it. But I did like... Of seeing the more vulnerable side of Joey where he's like, and, and it, I hated it because you knew it wasn't going to work out, but it was a very sweet and vulnerable side of Joey that we never got to see before. Okay. I don't want to sound like an ass, but um, if you watched that entire show from the beginning and you get all the way to what season nine, yeah, when they was, start to toy with so, the whole yeah. idea of Joey and Rachel and you think that it's actually going to go down like that, then no disrespect, but you're a fucking moron. Yeah, there's just no way that works. And you know literally all the way back to... Okay, well, here's the absolute succinct milestone. If you get to the freaking wedding in London and you think that anybody else is going to end up with freaking Rachel right are a freaking dipshit the second Ross says I Ross take you Rachel to right face it's clear as day come the final episode they're going to walk off into the sunset alone or and I just never got the chemistry like I loved seeing Joey fall in love with Rachel because I think it was a protector kind of thing it wasn't so much as a I mean I think he loved her but I also think it was a he he just wanted to cuddle her and protect her and like make her safe and all this stuff. Not a lot and of so, things were going right in Rachel's life at that point. Right. I mean, but she also, got knocked up by Ross. They obviously weren't getting back together at that point. Right. You know, she had nobody. Well, I mean, she has her friends, but. Right. You know. But to me, their friendship you know was amazing. Like. I know we talk so much about Joey and Phoebe's friendship and how cool it is. And I agree that it is, but I almost think Joey and Rachel had a more like solid foundation of actual friendship versus a, like a kinship, like what him and Phoebe have. I mean, Joey and Rachel personality wise have more in common. Yeah. Which is probably why the friendship works so well. And that's nothing (laughs) against 
<laughs> there's certain aspects of Joey and Phoebe that they have a connection with right. that, you know, Joey and Rachel doesn't have, or Joey, even Chandler doesn't have, or, you know, Joey and the Gellers don't have. Are you checking football scores while I'm talking about Joey? No, I'm taking a picture of my doggie. Check! <laughs> Where are you going? The vicar won't be home for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, where did you learn that word? <laughs> uh, so yeah. Joey, until he read that freaking book, I had no idea what the hell a vicar was. <laughs> you got porn. <laughs> you got porn. Oh, Joey. Another freaking Joeyism that I freaking can't believe I freaking forgot. You got porn. Yeah, I didn't really think about that one, but Moo Point, shame on you. I. It's Moo. I'm going to put my freaking self in time out over that one because that one. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's the other thing talking about their friendship is when she says, have I been living with him too long or did that make sense? Like, I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, she's like, how long should you wait before making a move on someone who just broke up with their girlfriend? Uh, I'd say a month. I'd say three to four, half hour. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> what gene say now you got my number four. Oh, what which was i forgot well she asked me what the topic was that we were recording on and i said right. joeyisms and the first thing she said out of her mouth joey doesn't share food yes, food. yes. and yeah it was so hard for me not to put that in my top five but you know all right so what we had two in common that's how they do pants and or was that it? I think that was it. Oh, man. All right. I was right. We had one. Okay. <laughs> you were. Again, I mean. Good job. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but we could do a top 100 freaking list of Joey-isms. And- yeah, there's so many. <laughs> Forget about this one. Uh, you can't just give up. Is that what a dinosaur would do? <laughs> <laughs> it's a love based on giving and receiving, as well as having and sharing. And the love that they give and have is shared and received. (laughs) And through this having and giving and sharing and receiving, we too can share and love and have and receive. See, and that's one of those ones that pisses me off that I forgot too, because like (laughs) a while back I got ordained to perform weddings. Nice. And I performed a friend of mine's (laughs) wedding and that, specifically was ordered to be in my performance was the you know, <laughs> the share was given and but you, you just read the whole thing you know what it's supposed to be but this was sure. another one that i wanted to include but again it it took like quotes of two people um but i love this chandler hey you cry every time someone mentions titanic those two had only each other <laughs> love when joey says that those two only had each other yeah (laughs) i love joey joey i don't nothing and yeah nothing against barney stinson but joey will always be my go-to yeah best friend all right gun to your head gun to your head you can only pick one favorite character from friends joey okay chandler 
gun to your head, just one. Who is the least likable? In my opinion? Yeah. Uh, fuck. I know. It's hard. Okay, and I'm going to throw this out there, and it's nothing against this character. This character is a vital piece of the machinery that makes the TV show. No, it's just, it's you saying, if you were friends with these people in real life, who's the one that you would least be likely to be friends with? Ross. Agreed. I think, I agree with you. I think it's honestly a close tie, which you're going to laugh at me. I would say it's a tie between Ross and Monica, which sounds weird because I most like Monica. But Mm -hmm. I also realize that that makes me sometimes a hard person to be friends with. But yeah, I agree. Ross is the most. No, that was literally what I was sitting here contemplating. Difficult. Was which one? Oh, you thought you were going to hurt my feelings. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. No, I. I No, I get it. I mean, I mean, it it literally boiled down to, like you said, if I had to in real life, if I was presented the option of being friends with all six or five out of the six of these people standing in front of me, which one am I least likely to be friends with or which one would I likely choose? And no offense, Geller, but it's you. As much as I love Ross's heart, I also feel like he's, he would probably be the one I'd least likely. I I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. (laughs) So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So that was fun. Good talks. Uh, what's uh, your announcement or what you got coming up on our show? Continuing. You like I'm claiming it is my show too. <laughs> like 33.5% your show. An evening at the movies. What is happening? So um, we're at smack dab in the middle of Epic Franchise Month. and Yes, we are. As soon, well, probably not as soon as I'm done, but. Before I go to bed tonight, I will be recording Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And then coming up this week, I will be doing a two-episode week again for one time only. Only because Thursday, we have a very special guest coming on. Yes, we do. Acclaimed author and horror movie fanatic as well. Meg Hefdahl will be coming on an evening at the movies to be discussing Scream, as well as some of her books that she has published as well. So you guys can look forward to that. And as well, I will be recording Hunger Games Part 2, Catching Fire. Nice. Yeah, I definitely look forward to having Meg and um, talking about the Scream movies. It's been one as of well as... <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to invite her on the show since like the beginning because I bought her The Science of Stephen King when it came out. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And it was like, well, okay, I need to find a way to incorporate having an author come on a movie podcast. Right. And it just so happened, you know, we're Facebook friends and it came up and like, what franchises do you love? And she's like, oh, Scream. I'm like, nice. And bonus, we can even talk about how epically we are waiting for the new Scream movie to come out. Indeed. I'm excited about it. What do you have coming up on the SIP list? Well, 
um, I have coming up a, a collaboration. I will have guests from Drunk Theory, um, Kelly and Kara, and we will be discussing our top five favorite dancing movies. Um, that was supposed to happen this past Friday, but it got bumped. But George, they're coming to get you. They're like right outside. See those lights? I saw. It's like a discotheque on your face. Ooch, 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 ooch. Anyway, so yes, we will have Kelly and Kara, who you may have heard on the Sipiversary episode, and we'll be discussing our top five favorite dancing movies. So stay tuned for that. And beyond that, I've got, you know, some stuff lined up. I've got Matt from Mortal Kombat, and we're going to be discussing our favorite football movies. And then um, definitely some holiday themed stuff in our future. I think we've got a Christmas movie trivia coming up with Gene. Hosted by Casey. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. Exactly. So definitely stay tuned for that. So, all right. Well, thanks for being here as always, like you usually are. And anyway. we'll talk soon. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed our Joey isms. And feel free to comment any ones that we left out because, you know, I'm sure there's plenty. Hundreds that we left. Hundreds. Hundreds. And good night, happy weekend, and when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Peace. Peace. Well, what I do is uh, I look a woman up and down and I say, hey, how you doing? Oh, please. Hi, Joey. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Talking New York to me again? Forget about it. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good, baby. How you doing? Uh, Ross, don't let her drink anymore. Well, this is Chandler. Hi. And you know Monica and Ross? Thank and you. that's Phoebe and that's Joey. Hey, how you doing? Don't you? How you doing? You looking good. What? You're coming on to the entire room. What's up, Joey? How you doing? Who the hell are you? I'm Joey. How are you doing? you doing? How you doing? Damn it, Carl. Go wait in the hall. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to call him up and I'm going to ask him out. I can do that. Ask him out. How you doing? How you doing? Very busy. Right. Okay. I'm just... You know, I just don't feel that way about you. Oh, I see what happens. <laughs> it's because I was trying to repel you. Right? Believe me, you'd feel a lot different if I turned it on. I don't think so. Oh, I do. How you doing?
I'm okay. What? <laughs> so Joey must have really taught you some stuff, huh? A little. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> I got all this, this built-up flirting energy, and I don't know how to get rid of it. How you doing? Get out! I can't live with Joey once the baby comes. I don't want my child's first words to be, How you doing? Well, it's always nice to meet the fans. <laughs> She's not crazy, is she? <laughs> so, uh, how you doing? How you doing? Yes, I just wanted to see you again. Oh, I'm glad. Rachel, I'd like to say something to you. Yes? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs>